Welcome to the Obvious Expert Podcast. In this episode, you'll be hearing about how Elsa Meldridge got started in the consulting business by first meeting with Howard Shenson. This is Elsa Meldridge Jr., and I have a chance to share with you some of the concepts that we've developed and learned throughout my career in consulting, which has been, um, well, a few decades at best. And, well, let's begin with the fact that when I first started wanting to be a consultant, I was teaching at California State University in Fresno, and I wanted to be an educational consultant for a, a number of reasons. And I put together this incredibly beautiful, glossy, handsome brochure that I sent out to as many potential prospects as I could find, superintendents of schools, principals of schools, guidance counselors, the the whole arena of potential prospects for what I thought I had to offer. I had all of the benefits for using my services built into the brochure. And I spent a fair amount of money, as you can imagine, sending these brochures out. Nothing. Zip. Nada. Here I was, setting myself up to be a consultant in an area I knew well, in in an area I enjoyed giving advice in, yet there was no business coming in. And... This was so discouraging. Uh, first of all, the the cost of doing that marketing based on what I was taking in as income was not was not healthy. It not, not only was it not healthy, I mean, I was teaching at the university. I was playing the organ at the Episcopal Cathedral, and I started doing magic shows for children's birthday parties in order to help pay for the marketing I was doing and still not getting the consulting business I was looking for. Fortunately, I ran across a man by the name of Howard Shenson who was teaching in the same system I was. And he was down in the Woodland Hills area, and I made arrangements to go meet with him. And this was, once I found out what it was going to cost, uh, a question in my mind as to, well, what could I do with these brochures? I went down and I met with Howard Jensen. I showed him my brochure. And I said, Mr. Jensen, what I need now is I need a way to take this brochure and have it develop a parcel of clients for me. Mr. Shenson studied the brochure. He was very quiet. And he said, awesome, I don't think this brochure is exactly really what you want to do. Um, Mr. Shenson? Uh, it really is what I want to do, and I, I, I need your guidance because I know that you are 
a man who has a reputation for being able to attract clients in huge numbers. And so I need your guidance as to how I use this brochure to get clients coming my way. Howard Shenson said, awesome, this isn't going to be how you're going to do it. Mr. Shenson, the problem is this. I have a garage full of these brochures. I have to use them. And Howard Shenson said, I think we need to find another way. He said, Elsa, have you ever thought about writing a book? I said, well, uh, yeah, I've thought about it. And he said, well, uh, let me ask you if you were going to put together a book from your personal experience, areas which you studied, areas which you what you enjoy, things you like to do, and things you like to give advice about. Then, what kind of topic would that might be? That would, if you wanted to do a brain dump, what would such a topic be? And I said, well, I guess what I would do is I would do something along the lines of, well, I've been working with the SATs quite effectively, of and. Pretty much, I think we've got a lot of strategies that are working. Uh, and that would probably be the, the area that is most familiar to me right now that I could, I guess, do a brain dump on this. And <laughs> Howard said, well, when do you think you might write such a book? Or write a book, period? And I said, well, just as soon as I have all the information that it's possible to gather, I will, I'm sure, then put together a book that would really be terrific. And Howard Jensen at that point said, Elsom, dead people don't write books. And he went on to explain that you can always get your first book out and then get sequels out and continue the process from that point forward. And he gave me an assignment. Here's what you're going to do, Elson. We have an appointment set up two weeks from now. And what I'd like you to do is between now and the next time I see you, while we work through exactly building your client base, I want you to gather all the all the information you can about the verbal part of the SAT and get a variety of strategies and examples about those strategies and then do the same thing for the math section and once again plan accordingly to type up the strategies, type up everything and bring it back so you would then have strategies and examples, strategies and examples. And then let's add a complete complete test and the complete test with annotated answers to it. Type all that up and bring it back to me at our next meeting. <laughs> I said, well, hold on. That's, uh, I, 
I don't even see how that's possible. I mean, I'm still teaching at the university and doing the organ work and, and, and over at the cathedral, and, and I'm doing magic shows in order to be able to pay to come see you. So uh, I, I'm sure we can get it, something like this done in my outline form or something like that maybe in the next uh, few months. Howard said at that point, it's really up to you as to whether we can work together or not. You have a decision to make as to whether this is important to you or not. I mean, have you ever immersed yourself in anything? Can you really focus thoroughly? That's the question at hand. Because that's what you're going to need to do. Now, true, we don't have to meet again, and that would be fine. And you can just do this on your own. If we are going to work together, then you're going to have to get this done between today and when we next get together. Now, you make your decision. That'll be fine. I said, okay, I guess I'll, I'll try to do that. And Jensen said, there's no such thing as try. It either is or it isn't. You either are going to do it or you're not going to do it. Not try to do it. So, well, the next part of the story is I left with a commitment to do it. And literally, I just immersed myself in typing up exactly what Howard Jensen suggested I do. I took all the strategies that I'd been working out and created more examples for them and annotated those examples. Same thing on the verbal, same thing on the math, same thing on a complete SAT uh, example test. Typed it up. Remember the electric typewriters with the different balls? Made it look very fancy. And I brought all that to my next meeting with Howard Jensen. That was a trip. And I'll tell you what. When I got to his office, sitting on his desk, there was a stack of um, index stock printed. And literally it said... How to get a higher score on your SAT. It was printed. It was red and blue print by Elsom Eldridge Jr. And it, it, at the bottom it had published by National Test Preparation Center. And I said, as I pointed to the published by, I said, who's that or what's that? He said, that's you. That's your new imprint for publishing this book. In other words, Shenson had more faith in me than I had in myself. Fortunately, I had managed to get it done, get the work done, and I had had it with me, and I said, what do we do now? And the next thing we did we went to a print shop, copy shop actually, kind of like Kinko's now, which they didn't have then, and printed up 
copies of what I had written and then took it to another service provider that wrapped those with the book covers that Howard Chenson had, had printed, wrapped the book covers, perfect bow as they call it, around those pages that had been copied. And I now had in my hand a book, a book. I mean, a, uh, about eight and a half by 11 size in terms of the size of the book, if you can envision that, with a printed cover, bound, perfect bound. And I, I have to tell you, that was sort of one of the most um, new sensations in my life that sort of began the beginning of what was going to be an incredible consultant's journey. What do I do now, Mr. Jensen? He said, all of the people that I had been sending the brochures to, to take those folks and send each one of them 10 at a time, 10 a week, or whatever number I wanted, send out a book with a cover letter to each one of those prospects with a cover letter. And the cover letter, he suggested, might say something along the lines of, Dear Mr. Superintendent, enclosed is a copy of my latest book, How to Get a Higher Score on Your SATs, which I believe your teachers and students will find very useful. And should I be able to assist in any areas of test preparation in the future or test assessment, please feel free to call on me. Sincerely, Elsa Meldrick, Jr., Educational Consultant. That event was the beginning of the turning point because having this book, well, think about it. What it really was, was a new brochure, wasn't it? It it was, in effect, when I sent the brochure before, it just never got to the right person. Shenson explained to me that the problem with brochures that are sent to prospects there are gatekeepers for prospects. They collect stuff that comes in. And next to the desk of every one of those gatekeepers, there is a cylinder of some kind. Some of them are round. Some of them are square. But those brochures find their way into those cylinders. They never get or often don't get to your target. One of the advantages, as he explained to me ultimately, was that when you send a book in instead of a brochure or as a brochure, a book never gets never gets thrown away. It does not get discarded. In fact, it usually gets put into a bookshelf where you are always there with a title facing out, with your name there as the author, looking at whoever happens to be browsing through that bookshelf at any time in the future in an educator's office. Well, that was the beginning 
I suggested that now that we had this done and I felt really good about it and I would do exactly what he asked me to do, what maybe should be the next step? Well, once again, I've had a wonderful time and I'd love to invite you to take a look at our website from time to time, obviousexpert.com or uh, obvious-expert.com. It's been great visiting with you. Now I'm looking forward to hearing from as many of you as have a chance. Let me know how this has helped you and your life and your growth. Thanks for listening.